Welcome to Mandela's History. We have Chapter 2, A Country Childhood. My name is Isaac Burton. My name is Kyla Oren. My name is Janae Sutherland. The topics are the struggles of the village and the relationships with the whites. The struggles of the village are for food shortages, <laughs> overpopulated very few resources to build housing, no more than a few hundred people who live in the villages. Each family has their three huts, one for cooking, one for sleeping, and one for storage. There is no furniture. They sleep on mats on the ground and, sat on, and sit on the ground. For cooking, they had their three-legged iron pot. Over, the open, over an open fire, stored in food in shacks or pits dug in the ground. The African culture, the sons and daughters of one's aunts or uncles are considered brother and sister, not cousins. They have no half-brothers or half-sisters. They do not make the same distinction among relations practiced by whites. The whites think they have more power over the blacks because of their race and the material things. Due to the power that the whites had over the black men and the struggles of the villagers, the blacks were taught to fear but respect the whites. These whites appeared as grand as gods to me and I was aware that they were to be treated with a mixture of fear and respect. Hey guys, it's Kenan, Julie, AJ, and Nikeria. This is our podcast about Chapter 47, The Black Imperial, from Nelson Mandela's autobiography, Long Walk to Freedom. In this chapter, Nelson created the MK to fight the government, even though he had never shot a gun before or been in a war. He never... <coughs> then he started to read books about the rebellion, which helped him understand how to lead his army and attack the government. Finally, he released a letter to say to the South Africa newspaper. There were also some important quotes in the passage, like, I have had to separate myself from my dear wife and children, from my mother and sister, and also I shall fight the government side by side with you, inch by inch and mile by mile. These quotes led us to think that his family is very important to him, but the rebellion and fighting alongside his troops is more important. In the end, though, everything turned out well. They got their freedom, and Nelson became president of South Africa. Good morning. This is First Block Lonely, and we're going to share our chapter from A Long Walk to Freedom. Chapter 100, Part 2, Title, Microphone. The summary of the story is uh, that he goes to jail for 27 years for um, protesting. And when he comes out, and the people that were supporting him are still supporting him. And uh, they've been doing it forever. So when he comes out, he uh, raises his hand and everybody starts shouting. Here are some quotes from the chapter. I wanted, first of all, to tell the people that I, I was not a 
measure, but an ordinary man who led or who had became a leader because of extraordinary circumstances. The way it makes people feel is that he shouldn't be like treated in a different way. He should be treated or like ordinary, like normal. Another quote is, I am convinced that their pain and suffering was for greater than my own. I think this leads to never to let anyone tell you what you can and can't do. Today I say I wish to report to you that my, my talks with the government have been normalizing the political situation in the country. Welcome to our podcast of chapters 114 and 115. Of Nelson Mandela's book, A Long Walk to Freedom. This is Blake Dion Braxton and Osmond from First Block World. <laughs> Chapters 114 and 115 were about Mandela's visit to the grave of John Duke, who had died while Mandela was in prison. This is important because, because John was the first president of the N the ANC, and he uh, he helped fund the organization in 1912. We'll be right back with Braxton. Or Osmond. Next, Mandela went to Natal to vote for his first time. He went to... He went to Natal because he wanted to show the people... That divided Providence was no danger in visiting the following stations. We'll be right back with Osmond. An important thought that Mandela had in chapter 115 was man's goodness is a flame that can be hidden but never extinguished. I think this means that everyone has goodness in their heart, but they don't always show it. That's all. We'll be right back with chapters 114 and 115 of Mandel's Walk.